How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Great British Chiefs Show with myself, Brad Simcox, and Arrow Headlines editor, Tom Childs. How are we doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Third time lucky on that introduction. When it has been a month. To, or it you has been a month. decide to include those outtakes in the show, we will wait and see. We might get them at the end. <laughs> we need to get you a title, don't we, really? Because... With all the Arrowhead Pride podcasts, there's normally a title for each and every one of them. Like Matt's, for example, is Kent's dear friend. Craig is always yeah. the handsome one. Then obviously you've got Deputy Editor-in-Chief and Pete and whatnot. So we kind of need to find you a title for your work here at the Great British Chief Show. But I don't know what it should be. So maybe the guy should send some suggestions in. Maybe yeah. include that suggestion in the form of a review. Um, if you just want to include annoying Northern British bloke, that's absolutely fine. We can introduce <laughs> him as that. But I, I, I feel like we just can't be going with plain old Brad Simcox. No, we, we can't really force a nickname, really, can we? We've we, just got to let it flow. <laughs> you don't you know, know I mean? anything about forcing nicknames, do you? Because you've never done that in the past, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't force nicknames, mate. They just come naturally. <laughs> How are we doing, though? Are you all right? All yeah, good? I'm good. We've been invited back. We've been yeah, allowed to come two. back to do this. So I, I'm very happy. The UK started to open up uh, this week. Um, not completely. We're allowed out our house now, which is <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm all good. How about you? Yeah, not too bad, buddy. Like you said, it's just uh, it just seems to be um, getting over these these last few weeks of or a few days of lockdown, I suppose, isn't it? And just getting out into the big wide world, and we've got so many things to look forward to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in the show, we're going to be discussing quite a bit on uh, the Chiefs' free agency. Our thoughts on that and obviously the players and the positions of need and all that kind of thing. We're not going to go into it too in too much detail because we leave that to the professionals from Arrowhead Pride. Uh, we'll also be talking about the 17-game season, uh, looking in depth about that, and obviously the, uh, the how it affects the record books. And we'll be also talking about the recent announcement about the international series games over in the UK and in Europe. Mm-hmm. So... Chiefs free agency, mate. Now, the performance of the Chiefs free agency. <laughs> You're laughing about this already, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's been a lot of uh, to and froing on social media about mm-hmm. uh, what the Chiefs needs are. Have we got the right players in there? Just in general, what would you give the Chiefs front office a, a grade for the, mm-hmm. for, the, for the free agency at the moment? I kind of feel like I want to be that meme. You know that meme of the dog that's sitting there drinking tea with everything else on fire and you go, I'm it's fine. fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I, I would like to say that I'm that dog, but I'm definitely the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the fire. I, for me, free agency is as close to an F as you can possibly get. Like Really? You've gone that low? An F? I, I do feel that, that way. Like, there's good additions and there's been very good intentions in free agency. But at the end of the day, all that matters is who you actually manage to sign. And mm-hmm. the Chiefs have failed to sign players that they wanted to sign. They failed to get Trent Williams. They failed to get Juju Smith-Schuster. 
They failed yeah. to get Josh Reynolds. And now we've got holes in positions which the Chiefs were not planning on having holes mm-hmm. in. Left tackle and wide receiver. And the chances are that going into next season, we're going to be worse off in those positions than we were last year. Yeah. So I don't see how you can't grade this particular free agency period in the context of how we defend the ASE title next year as a yeah. failure, as anything else other than a failure. I, I kind of agree in a way. Um, I probably won't go as low as an F. I'll probably go like a D. Okay. Plus, probably, but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, you're right. I mean, the areas that they've picked up, Tooney being one of them. I think that's a great pickup. I think it's mm-hmm. um, you know definitely a position to need. We needed there. Yeah, Kyle Long was a bit long in the tooth for me. <laughs> Notice the pun. Nice pun. Um, you know, getting a player back from who's who's effectively been retired, and then he's he's had a season out, and he comes back. Um, is it going to play a, out? If he really plays well? a full season, it's a miracle. Exactly. It's a miracle. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, I, I, I'm like you. I, I'm a little bit concerned about how this is going in, uh, especially heading into the draft. Yeah. I'm really concerned in those areas, especially at left tackle. I know everybody seems to be screaming around that position at left tackle mm-hmm. that is a desperate need. You know, Holmes's blind side is definitely something we need to address and mm-hmm. we need to address it quickly. Um, Wide receiver, like you said, you know, we brought back DeMar- uh, Demarcus Robinson. Obviously, I like Demarcus Robinson. You're not too keen. <laughs> He's but, fine um, as a fifth or sixth guy. Yeah. But right now, with the depth chart the way it is, He's going to play significant snaps next year. Yeah, exactly. And, I, th- I think you're right. What you were saying, volume going his way. Yeah, I mean, what you were saying about you know definitely trying to get these these players lined up and signed before the draft. I think the Chiefs have kind of missed on a lot of them, mm-hmm. and, and like you were saying with Trent Williams, is definitely one of those misses. I think that was the, one of the key ones that the Chiefs really heavily went in for. Yeah, um, and I think Trent Williams played a blinder on this though. Oh, of course he, he did. He got what he needed out of it. Oh, completely. <laughs> but then it, it almost set off like a trend, didn't it? Where there was there was more players hustling as well because they were thinking, well, if the Chiefs are in for us, a lot of the teams that they were currently with are mm-hmm. obviously going to try and overpay to try and keep them. Um, so you know, we, we are in a position now where we are kind of being used a little bit. <laughs> used and abused in a way, aren't we? And it's it. I don't think it's sat well with us because I think... Chiefs fans are very proud, and obviously we're very happy with the team that we've, you know, we've we've produced over these these last few seasons. But I think players now are kind of twigging and thinking, you know, what if I want to get more bag, yeah, I, I'm going to make sure that the Chiefs are in the conversation that it sounds like they're going to sign for me. It, it does um, sound like that. That's the way that some players are looking to go. But then the other aspect, you've got players like Juju Smith-Schuster, and the Chiefs can't. You can't really blame them for this particular one, offering more money than Pittsburgh, where him choosing to stay in Pittsburgh to catch passes from Ben Roethlisberger, which just seems crazy to me. Yeah. Um, he would have been a guy that would have been excellent in the Chiefs system and I'm sure would have been great. Um, obviously, there are some guys in the draft, especially with left tackles, but are we really wanting a, a rookie left tackle starting day one to protect Patrick Mahomes? Like, It's not unheard of. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it does happen in the NFL, but... Um, for it to be successful is is obviously qu- quite rare. I've never seen actually so many guys talking about length of body parts as I have this week on Twitter. 
Um, <laughs> luckily, they're talking about arms and not something uh, less dirty. Should we? <laughs> a little bit more, we say. <laughs> but yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave the draft stuff to um, Craig, Matt, and Ken. Um, by the way, quick plug: definitely buy the Casey Draft Guide if you've never uh, if you've never. Um, purchased it before it's well worth the money um, I purchased it the first year now I get it for free obviously but, <laughs> but you oh, do you know spend oh, your do you know <laughs> so there's me paying for it is it is that what you're saying yeah. I've already uh, yeah I've bought it in the last couple of years I think um, and I've really enjoyed it it's, it's, it's kind of it gives that detail, especially for somebody like me who's like, it, it, they can dumb it down to my level as well, but also give you really <laughs> <Yeah>. good, <laughs> you know, some you really good insight. And you just go straight to the bottom and look at player comps and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm going to use. <laughs> it looks like Barry Allen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but the, the Chiefs, like, they're still going to be fine. They've got Patrick Mahomes, they've got Andy Reid. It's just, I feel like after free agency, everything's going to be a little bit tougher than we were hoping it to be. But it's yeah. not. The end of, it is not the end of the world. This is not the doom and gloom podcast. I just think that particular part of the off season didn't go as well as we had hoped and the Chiefs had planned. Do you think that the free agency is really all that though? Is that is is, is it more important than the draft? Let's say. No, obviously it's not more important than the draft because the draft is how you build long term. But for someone like myself who doesn't begin to pretend that I know loads about college football. The free agency period is more exciting for me because over here, it's so hard to follow the college football season in depth because you don't really get a choice of games over here. You get, you get given games to watch. So if you're trying to find out about players, it's a little bit harder to do so than it is the NFL where when it comes to free agency, they're known quantities already. So I feel like myself, And British fans in general can have more of an opinion on free agency. So that's a a little bit more exciting for us over here. Um, It's not the way you want to build your team, but it is the way to put your team over the top sometimes. And look what happened with the Chiefs. They, a couple of years ago, they had all manner of problems with their defence. They went out, they got the guy that was the tone set of the defence in Tyron Matthew, and that made all the difference to the team. So it, it can put your team over the top. So in a word... No, I don't think it is important, <laughs> especially this year now. <laughs> the draft is far more important than free agency. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Good luck, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell you what, we'll, uh, we'll take a quick break then. Um, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the 17-game season that's been announced and how it affects the International Series and the record books. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity – But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L- 
V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to the Great British Chief Show with myself, Brad Simcox and Tom Childs. We've just been uh, discussing the Chiefs free agency. Um, and we're kind of going to put that to bed now because obviously um, when the next show arrives, um, we'll have had the draft. So <laughs> let's just leave it at that. But anyway, we're going to talk about the 17th game season now because uh, that's recently been announced by the NFL. And it's something that is really kind of, um, it's divided opinion, obviously, with uh, many many fans uh, across the league, but Tom and I seem to kind of agree on this, that the 17th game season, we don't really want it. And I'm surprised because I thought you would have been all over this, mate. I, I thought you'd have been all over the 17th game season, especially with, it, with its links with the international series and everything like that. You know, it's probably going to free up a lot of the teams to obviously come over and things. Mm. But um, what, why, why do you not like this, this, this idea of the 17th game in the season? Well, first of all, I don't think it has divided opinion because I think all the, the opinion is heavily swayed to one side and that's the way that we lean. I don't know anyone that wants the 17th game, really. Like, I know we're all going to watch the games and the NFL know we're going to watch the games. Yeah. But who wants an odd number of games? Like, odd numbers in general are the devil. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> anyone, anyone with OCD... He's just going <laughs> to hate how the new NFL schedule works. And I haven't got OCD, but I even hate it. I just, I, I feel like this whole idea of 17 games has been so shoehorned in by mm. the NFL, by the owners, just to make money that I don't think they really care about how anyone feels about it because they yeah. know that we're all going to watch the games regardless. And that could mean that the product is worse off, that the players could be rushed back from injuries or we could be seeing players being arrested because of too many games. But yet again, the NFL doesn't care because they just want to make money. Similar yeah. to it, the way they shoehorned in the extra wildcard game and the seventh playoff spot. Yeah. You know that I wasn't a fan of that as well um sacrificing the second seeds chances of making the super bowl just to shoehorn a seventh mediocre team into the playoffs didn't sit right with me and i feel yeah. like what the nfl are doing now is they're decreasing divisional winners chances of repeating as division winners because they're going to have to face another tougher opponent like they already face the winners of the afc west already face the winners from two other divisions plus the mm. other AFC division. And now you're shoehorning, I'm going to say shoehorn again, uh, shoehorning another division winner into their schedule. So like, how is it fair that the Chargers, the Broncos and the, the Raiders get to play the Vikings, Bears and Lions retros, uh, respectively, yeah. yet we have to go and play the Packers next year. And then the year after, we'll probably have to play the Bucks. The year yeah. after that, we'll probably have to play the 49ers where the bottom feeders get to play the poorer teams. I just, I know they like the idea of parody, but it's almost going too far. It's yeah. going too far where yeah. it's just going to be tougher and tougher and tougher for teams to repeat. And all you're going to end up with is more random Super Bowl winners, which the league yeah. might like, but I'm not a massive fan of it. I like there being bad guys in 
in the in sports leagues. I the like villains. the idea of the Patriots. <laughs> I like the idea of Manchester United in the nineties. Yeah, um, and yeah, it develops rivalries, doesn't it? That kind of exactly. thing. Yeah, it's it's what you want. You don't want, like you said, you know, new winners each year kind of thing and not developing those those deep-rooted rivalries. Mm-hmm. But going back to what you were saying before about it being a, a, an odd number, you're right. I mean, the last change in this was uh, 78, 14 games to 16 games, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, there was two games thrown in there that, that kind of made it like an even number. Yeah. 17 just seems really weird, doesn't it? Really, like, why? Why, why do you? Eight and 18. Like, yeah. 8 and yeah. 8, which is the perfect example of mediocrity you're never going to get that you're (laughs) either going to have a seven and nine team that's not right the seven and ten team (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know i can't even even know i'm so confused (laughs) 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 that the 17 game scene has literally fried my brain that i cannot do simple sums (laughs) like i don't know what to do (laughs) i'm stuck so you're gonna have an eight, what an eight and eight and nine team, aren't yeah, you? yeah, exactly. Eight and nine, thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah. Let's meet yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just done, I am done with this 17 game season already, and it hasn't even begun. The numbers I don't just, make sense. I, I just, yeah, I don't like it. Record records, they're going to be gone. If my home's froze for another 5,000 yard season, it's gonna be like, oh, great, Ryan Fitzpatrick exactly. did that. <laughs> like, yeah. It's gonna be there's gonna be so many t- players breaking records. And you're going to look at them in a hundred years' time, and you're going to go, "Ah, oh, look! They, these these players belong with the best because they got the same amount of yards as like an Emmett Smith or a Barry Sanders mm-hmm. or a Peyton yeah. Manning." And then you think, and, and the fact that the the amount of games they played won't even come into it because all you're going to look yeah. at is the top number being over five thousand, over two thousand yards, and it's just exactly. oh, it just messes with everything. I hate it. Interesting, you're saying that because like we we obviously know the stat obviously that Mahomes is part of with the. 5,000 yards, 50 yeah. touchdown yeah. season. Yeah. They've got Peyton Manning, to- uh, to- Tony Brady. Who the hell's Tony Brady? <laughs> Tony Brady. Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes. And you're going to have, you're going to open the gateway now for more yeah. kind of, you're going to have like mediocre, average. yeah, average quarterbacks reaching the 50, uh, the 50 touchdown total or the 5,000 yard total. Yeah. And it's going to dilute everything that's been achieved by those great players. Yeah. Because um, people won't care about the amount of games. And if you yeah. use they won't, they won't look at that. If they get money, no. amount of games, it's just rubbish. I hate it. I, 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 <laughs> I hate I, it. I do. I actually hate it. And I know it I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to watch every single game that the, the <laughs> NFL offer me because I'm a mug. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And but that's the thing. We will because we're thinking. I mean, the the other side of it is great. We've got more football, and obviously that shifts the Super Bowl as well a bit further, like mid-February as well now, doesn't it? So that's kind of like, well, yeah, it's great. We've got more football. You know, we're going to see more of these great players and stuff. But yeah, it it, it just kind of shifts everything and dilutes everything, and yeah. it messes it messes with the matrix, mate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Follow exactly. the white rabbit. That's all it is. <laughs> the NFL Follow the white literally rabbit. chosen the red pill. That's what they've done. Like, it, and also another part of it that annoys me is the way they decided how they were going to do the 17th game this year. So to throw support around the 17th game, they decided we're going to choose the cross-conference game from the year before for whatever reason. Because that's what they've done. It's, it's the division that you played, not last year, but the year before. Why? And then we're going to start on the cycle there. And are you telling me that the NFL schedulers and the NFL didn't get together and go, 
when are Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers next playing each other? Oh, they're not playing each other for another three years. Aaron Rodgers might not be in Green Bay by that point. Let's shoehorn this game into the first 17th game slot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. Until someone proves me wrong, that's what I'm believing and that's what I'm spouting out anyway. <laughs> so they're doing it to engineer like these monster matchups to yeah. obviously get more money out of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. Interesting thing, though. Um, it, obviously, it's all come about because uh, obviously media deals and things like that, hasn't it? But mm-hmm. apparently, did I read right that Amazon.com have managed to uh, pay into that? Mm-hmm. I'm sure I read that somewhere where Amazon are going to be getting the games as well. To be honest, Brad, if we're looking into the future, one day we're all going to work for Amazon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything we watch will be Amazon. The coffee we buy will be Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but I mean, that's that's also another thing because we also watch games over here. We, I mean, the only chance we seem to get games really is either through uh, the odd few that are on Sky Sports, and we also get uh, if you if you pay for the NFL Game Pass mm-hmm. as well. Um, so if Amazon are in the mix with it now, is that another is that another membership we've got to, we've got to pay yeah, for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how many people you know have Amazon Prime. I'm assume quite a lot of people have it. But if it if the games are going to be on Amazon Prime and things, there's going to be more reasons for us to watch. So we should be actually looking at this, thinking, yeah, this is great. We're going to get more football to watch, and we're going to be able to watch it on multiple platforms. But we're not like that. <laughs> yeah, but like. You're borderline asking. This is a completely different conversation, by the way. This this yeah, yeah, this yeah. could go down a rabbit hole and a half. Yeah. But your 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 borderline is competition better than a monopoly, for example. Like I remember when Premier League games were only shown on Sky Sports, and that was yeah. it. And everyone moaned about Sky Sports, but you only paid twenty five pound a month. Now, if you want to watch all the games that are available on TV, you have to buy an Amazon subscription. You have to buy a BT yeah. Sport subscription. You have to buy a Sky Sports subscription as well. So you're talking, what, like £100 a month just just yeah. for all of those? And like, was it better than when Sky Sports owned the market? <laughs> it was a lot cheaper. Well, it was because, I mean, like you said, yeah, they had the monopoly on it, but now they, they've obviously increased the prices over the years and they haven't dropped them because they've <laughs> lost games. They've kept the price the same, haven't they? The, <laughs> yeah. the monthly subscription. Yeah. So, yeah, in, 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 in any case, we're going to be looking at it probably worse off. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I never thought of it that way, but good no. point, mate. Good point. No. Um, I, I did actually look at some um, some NFL records that, that have actually left untouched, remained untouched over the, the course of however many years it's been running now, you know. Um, and I actually found one that is still actually a record that's not been broken, even after the games actually, you know, increased in 1978. Okay. And moving forward and, and increasing in this year. Was it and the least amount actually- of forward passes or something like that from the <laughs> 1930s? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's actually a really good one. And I never actually saw this. And it, I obviously mentioned it to you over um, over our little chats we have on uh, on, on WhatsApp and whatever. But um, most touchdowns in a rookie season was 22. And that was Gail Sayers in 1965 and still hasn't been broken. Um, even even, where, even though the game's increased by, you know, they're actually going to yeah. be increasing three more than what they had previously. That's insane. Um, yeah. So, you know, there, there is going to be some records that probably still stand the test of time, but even that's going to be under threat now, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the records that you think are probably going to be under threat is probably like the sack record. Because um, yeah. that's, that's, that's been yeah. close. Yeah. No, 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 not the single game, sorry, the, the, the single season. So like Michael yeah. Strahan, 22 and a half sacks. That's probably going to come close. The, the receiving, receiver getting to 2,000 yards, that will no doubt happen. Yeah. We've already mentioned the 5,000 club is going to be... It's going to have more members. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely going to have plenty of members um, adding to it in the near future. So there will be some records that will be broken quite quickly. In terms of Chiefs team records, the receiving one's going to go very soon with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They're, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're the record holders themselves. So it, it's, it, they're going to they're gonna break that. The tight end record might go as well. So Kelsey probably needs to put a last couple of goes at that before... Um, George Kidd oh, or Darren Moore or someone comes in. The receiving plays. yards, was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, there are records that will stand the test of time, but there are plenty that are going to break, be broken rather, and you just have to put an asterisk next to every single one of them because yeah. the games are the reasons why they will be broken. So the 17th game season will actually, it, it kind of affects as well because we, we it affects the UK and obviously Europe for the international series games, um, because over here in the UK, we're going to have at least two um, international series games over here at uh, Tottenham, aren't we? I don't, we don't know about Wembley yet. I don't know if there's anything going to be thrown in there, you know, last minute where we're going to get some games at Wembley, but there's going to be one next year in Germany uh, and uh, Mexico as well, which is obviously on that list. Mm. But the 17th game, you'd expect us to be quite happy about this because it it does free up that kind of room and it, it kind of quashes that argument as well that a lot of um, American fans, I suppose, are, are not happy about giving up mm. uh, a home game to actually bring their team over here. And, you know, you can understand that, you know, it is it is their, it is their game after all. Yeah. It is their game. Um, they don't want to be losing, you know, if they're paying for a season ticket, they don't want the team to be travelling abroad. Yeah. Uh, and and then still you know losing out on a on, mm-hmm. on one of the home games, so you can kind of see why the seventeenth game has been thrown in there as kind of like appease that kind of uh, fan base yeah. that don't want it to go out um, and lose their home games. But surely, I mean, it, it, this this is really going to benefit the UK um, and and even Europe as well with the amount of games that's going to be available because it's something like the team one team you know, each team has to has to play. A game in the UK within eight years or something. Yeah, not just the UK. It doesn't have to be the UK. They 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 have to host an international series game once every eight right. years. Every single team. That's now written into the contracts. They have to do that. The the other big part about this news is that, and it's kind of been unspoken, it's been a bit underreported actually, that the teams are going to be allowed to market themselves abroad now, where beforehand the NFL had rights over all of the international marketing where and teams weren't really permitted to go out and chase markets like sim, some NBA teams do where they go abroad yeah. and they they concentrate on certain areas where the NFL teams are going to be allowed to do that now so it'd be interesting to see how the Chiefs go about this like what markets are they going to go for are they going to go for the UK where there's already a massive league market but not a massive Kansas City market or are they going to go to a country where the NFL is popular, but is relatively untouched because of there hasn't been the international series game. So it'd be interesting to see if like the Chiefs decide to attack Germany 
and yeah. say, right, Germany is going to be the, the country that we go for to grow the fan base. There's already the ties with the Chiefs and Bayern Munich. We've seen Bayern Patrick Munich, Mahomes yeah. in the Bayern Munich shirt already. The NFL have said that the games in Germany are going to be either played in Berlin or Munich. I've been to both cities. They are both fantastic. The beer is incredible. The food's great. I it, love German beer. Yeah, I, just, I love it. I just love Germany full stop. It's a great country to visit. And if, if, if you had to offer me a 2022 international series game involving the Chiefs to be played 40 minutes down the road in London or two hours away in a plane in Germany, I will, ter- I will choose Germany nine times out of 10. Yeah, I'm right with you, mate. I am I'm <laughs> right with you. It would be such a laugh to see the Chiefs play in Germany. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what, they, what Kansas City do about that. I think they would be wise to go for Germany and leave London yeah. alone because Jacksonville are going after London and they're still going to be hosting games over here. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. I think uh, the, the UK market, like you said, it's already swallowed up by... The Jaguars uh, being like the the home team, I'd mm. say, in their uh, international series games. Germany is definitely one that, um, like you said, it's very much untouched, isn't it? The Germany mm. market, it's 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 something that a lot of the teams would probably be aiming for. Um, I don't know, but I don't know how it sits in Mexico. Uh, would you say there is a team in Mexico for the you know from the NFL? Would would is there a home team? Because they they haven't really kind of settled on a team like they've positioned the Jags to be the UK team. They haven't really got a team in Mexico to do that. So it'd be interesting to see if they do have like, um, you know, the, the, the the main team that goes there for every other game or as many games as they can for that. Um, And, and see if uh, there is actually a team that gets um, either, either like a, a, it's like naturally selected like that or whether it's actually forced upon us, like, Mm -hmm. you know, with, how the Jaguars were just they are the home team basically mm-hmm. um, but it'd be interesting going forward and, and on that but um, yeah I'm with you I mean I think Germany would be great even just to see even a non-Chiefs game would be good yeah definitely um, you know, and I think the UK fans would travel because like you said it's not that far on a plane no. to Germany no. um, and the, the country's so welcoming um, you know it's they, I mean, we have we have a, a a Chiefs fan that comes over from Germany to to some of our watch meets, doesn't he? He doesn't actually come yeah, to the yeah. games; he comes to watch meets, yeah. which um, you know it's fantastic. Um, and shout out to uh, Michael Kramer for that. But yeah, I mean, going the other way, I think it's going to be good for uh, for traveling fans to actually experience an NFL game abroad, but mm-hmm. not actually be in America. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah, that yeah. makes any sense, because yeah, you can um, guarantee that like, the games in Germany will be extremely loud. Like yeah. I, I think the um, the UK support is a little bit passive. Mm. Um, I'm not passive. I go and cheer the home team regardless. <laughs> like I get told to shut up all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> if you're busy, new, it's hard to shut you up, isn't it? Yeah, but um, I think if you if you like noise, you'll be well at home in Germany. Um, I've, I I think the games over there will be miles better and a much better event than the games in London. And if NFL UK do listen to this podcast, which I highly doubt they do, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all we've got time for on the Great British Chiefs show this month. Uh, Like we said at the beginning, if you like the show, hit the follow button either on uh, Spotify or Apple or whatever device you're listening to on there via the podcast. And uh, leave us us a review wherever you can as well and, uh, and kind of help us 
keep this channel going <laughs> for the next for the next episode. Obviously, we've got the draft coming up uh, in April, which uh, we're all looking forward to, and we'll give you our thoughts on that. Obviously, with the players at the end, uh, who we've actually um, managed to draft, or if we've actually traded away all our picks to actually pick up somebody in in free agency. Who knows what's going to happen with the Chiefs? Yeah. But <laughs> I've just realised. <laughs> so our next scheduled show is on the first of May. <laughs> yeah, which means that's just after day two of the NFL draft, and people will <laughs> have to rely on us before. <laughs> <laughs> what's what, what's the odds on uh, Pete suspending us for a week? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, mate. We'll have our KC draft guide to yeah, help exactly, us look. Exactly, it'll just be a show of us reading out that draft guide, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Helaire, comp player comp. Brian Westbrook. Oh, okay. Yeah, he sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds all right. We like it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, uh, we'll obviously give you our thoughts on the draft and that. But uh, from, uh, well, all that's left to say now is from one game to another. We'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>